This is Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid. We're lifelong Lions fans. Bob! All right, let's go, Lions fans. The Jared Goff era has begun. Connor! Hey, let's bite some kneecaps. Detroit versus everybody, baby. UJ! A new era in Detroit has begun, people. So get on the train or get left behind. Rudd Dog. This is going to be an unprecedented era of Detroit Lions respect. Man, I'm Big Z. It's a new era of Detroit Lions football. It's going to be one hell of a season. We'll be drinking the blue Kool-Aid with Dan Campbell all year long. Predictions, thoughts, reactions, everything we got to hear. Sit back, relax, and grab your Kool-Aid, man. Kool-Aid drinkers, we are back at September 7th, which means at the time of this recording, we are five days away from the start of the NFL season. By the time this recording drops, it might be even closer to that. You'll be on the edge of your seat. You don't, you don't know what to do with your hands. Uh, you're just like shivering in anticipation. I don't know. But um, on the podcast, a big Z, uh, we got Bob. Hello. Red Dog. Yo. And UJ. Hey, everybody. Uh, so, gentlemen, uh, I won't take too long. We'll get into entering the Lions Den in a moment. But before we do, I do want to make an announcement uh, that we are teaming up with something called TPPN, uh, the Pigskin Podcast Network. Um, you yes. can look them up on Twitter and social media. But this is uh, an offset of Amaze Media Labs. But basically, this is a podcast network uh, where there's a podcast for each NFL team and even some fantasy ones as well. So it's a community of podcasts um, that we are joining. And what this is basically going to do, first of all, our podcast is going to change a little bit. Uh, maybe later on you might hear an ad at the very beginning, but basically everything after that, it's, it's it, this is the same. The only thing we're doing is expanding our network and, and giving us uh, better and better bigger content uh, going forward. Hopefully finding more of you. Yeah, exactly. So uh, if you hear us mention TPPN, uh, that's the Pigskin Podcast Podcast Network. We'll be mentioning it on social media and stuff probably going forward, but just want to make that announcement. And our guests on Entering the Lines then will be a part of that as well. Um, but that's all I wanted to mention. Uh, Bob, Ruddog, and UJ, I'm excited at least for this, uh, you know, joining this network. It, it, it just allows us to meet more uh, fans across the NFL and get to give them a bunch of shit, basically. Yeah, <laughs> basically, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> We're playing against uh, the Lions, as we uh, tend to do, because we drink the Kool-Aid here, of course. Oh, it is good. It'll expand our well. football knowledge a little bit, getting to talk to other people, you know, that are into the game as much as we are. Granted, right, and. And we'll get to open their eyes to everything going on in Detroit that they uh, – I, I think people are blind to because the media hates us and they know nothing uh, generally. Our goal True. is to turn all those pods into Lions pods too. <laughs> <laughs> Try, yes, take it over. Take it all over. I like it. One all right, gentlemen. So our first willing uh, participant, we'll get into that in a, in a second here. Uh, so let's enter the Lions den. Dun, <laughs> All right, Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, entering the lines then for the first time in 2021 is Nick Newman. Uh, Nick, welcome to Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid. Uh, thank you for joining us. Hey, I appreciate you guys having me on. I'm looking forward to talking some ball, getting into this 49ers-Lions matchup. So as I mentioned in our introduction, 
um, listeners, we have joined a new podcast network called the Pigskin Podcast Network um, from Amaze Media Labs. And it's a whole network. So literally every team in the NFL is represented on this network. Um, we have become a part of it. It's just a way to expand our our, our network, I guess, yep. and just get more perspectives in the podcast. Nothing will change. Uh, but I, I got into all that more in the intro. We don't need to go over it again. But, Nick, uh, we're, we'll be excited uh, being, I guess, colleagues in a way uh, going forward. Definitely. All right, not, enough of the nice talk now. Uh, time to enter the lines then for real, Nick. Let's do it. Uh, so you got Bob, Rudd Dog, UJ, and I here, uh, Big Z. And I'll, I'll throw this one uh, to Bob first. Bob, let's give uh, – or, you know, oh, wait. I, it's It's been a year. Sorry, I'm a little off my game in entering lines then. So first, my question to Nick is why – in yeah. the hell are you a 49ers fan? Oh, man. Well, I was born into a, a family of longtime 49er fans. My grandpa grew up, or I shouldn't say grew up. He got season tickets, the team's inaugural season, 1946, when they were playing at Keysar Stadium, had his season tickets all the way through. My dad had tickets since 1981, uh, the year the 49ers won their first Super Bowl. He took me to all the games at Candlestick growing up, and now I have my own season tickets. I just purchased my own this past year. And I've been covering the 49ers in the media for about the last year and a half now, doing some writing for all 49ers, Sports Illustrated. And I have my own podcast, the Faithful Fanatic Podcast, which is also part of the Pigskin Podcast Network. And yeah, that's pretty much just the simplest way to put it, that I was born into a family of the loyal faithful, the 49er faithful, if you will. <laughs> nice. Oh, man, the candlestick. Uh, when, did the, when did the 49ers stop playing there? Uh Two, I, I was, 2013, 2014, around that time. I've always read that was one of the worst stadiums to go to. You know, uh, it really was. Um, for anybody visiting the stadium, going to a game that wasn't a 49er fan, absolutely. I mean, the place, <laughs> it was a dump, but it was our dump. You know, it needed to be renovated. It was really worn down. It was around forever. and uh, But just the environment, it was completely different than Levi Stadium. It felt like home. It was personally my home away from home. I grew up about literally two miles from the stadium, <laughs> and it was within walking distance, bike riding distance. So it's a lot different being down at Levi Stadium now. But definitely, I know where you're going with the candlestick. It wasn't the nice stadium. <laughs> like, you know, it, it was in our own backyard. That's the best way to put it. Hey, you guys realize your, your dynasty <laughs> that began back in, what, 83, I think it was. Um, would never happen if Eddie Murray didn't miss that kick. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, you know, I was born in 95, so that, my dad could tell you a little bit about Eddie Murray and his yeah. missed kicks, but, you know, that's a little <laughs> I, I try to dig into the history as much as I can, but, yeah, I wasn't around for all that. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, boy. Uh, Bob, throw a question to our, uh, our willing participant here. All right. Well, I was going to ask you about the – the pass rush, how it's going to work out this year, resurgent. But I'm going to go in another direction because I'm curious about your new quarterback. Is yep. he really breaking fingers out there uh, with his <laughs> rifled passes? I know uh, we had that in Matthew Stafford here. <laughs> I really got the ball in. I haven't you- heard anything about Trey Lance breaking any fingertips. I've seen him a couple times in practices. I was at both preseason games. He throws a, a very strong ball, and he definitely has the arm talent. He can – gun it like anybody else in the league. I truly feel that way that he has a very special arm, but he has a little bit of Colin Kaepernick in him. When we had Kaepernick playing quarterback, he he has a hard time throwing with touch or he's still growing in the area of throwing with touch when the receivers, you know, within five, 10 yards, for example, in some of the preseason games against the chargers, 
he was he just he just got to learn when it when it takes something off of it because he can throw a really nice fastball and he's just got to develop more touch. Yeah, Shanahan I, has announced a starter yet, right? Technically, he he has the the depth chart came out uh, today. It's <laughs> it's going to be Jimmy okay. Garoppolo going against the Lions, and I do feel like that's the that's the best decision, not just for Trey Lance in the immediate future, but for the team as a whole. Because right now they were so injury riddled last year that it really just took away any hopes of getting back to the Super Bowl. They're healthy right now. Um, oh my gosh. Sorry. Excuse me. My dog's over here. Um, sorry about <laughs> that. Um, but yeah, as I was saying, it, it was really hard for them to get back to the Super Bowl last year, just because of all the injuries or let alone make the playoffs and just looking at Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo, if they were to go with Lance, this game against the lions, I don't see how they could ever go back to Jimmy Garoppolo. Whereas if you start Jimmy Garoppolo, you have Trey Lance waiting in the wings for whenever everybody feels like he's ready. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, definitely. And I, 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 when I, when they drafted Lance, I thought they would at least uh, be a year away uh, from starting him personally, because he, he was playing at D one double a to leap to the NFL after that short of time. And he, what did he play one game last year? Definitely. So. Yeah. So he played one game at North Dakota state and he had a rough first half in that game. And he had a solid second half. But, yeah, you could just imagine for a kid that just turned 21 years old, he has not had the reps that you need to just come into the NFL and be a starting quarterback on a team like the 49ers. Right. So, Rudd Dog, let's turn this over to you. Yeah, so I got a question about uh, how you feel about this game coming up against the Lions. On a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being you need to wear your brown pants, 10 <laughs> being you jump on a rocket, fly to the moon, and dig a hole to bury yourself in. How scared are you of facing the Lions this week? Oh, scared? Okay. Um, you know, I, I'm really trying to look at this as objectively as possible. And the way that I see it is Las Vegas gave them, you know, the second best, the, the second most favorable spread this week for a reason. With all due respect, I know I'm in the Lions in right now talking to a bunch of Lions, a bunch of Lions. Kool Aid drinkers, no. Yeah, the Kool Aid drinkers. You know, yeah. but I think the um, last I checked, the Buccaneers are eight point favorites Thursday night against the Cowboys, and the 49ers are right there, seven and a half point favorites. And I think yeah. that's really fair. Um, you know, there's a lot of transition going on in Detroit, and you guys know very well with a uh, new head coach, new quarterback. The defense wasn't that great last year. And we'll see what Jared Goff does. I'm I'm personally a Jared Goff fan. He grew up about 40 minutes from where I'm from, uh, up in Marin. So yeah, but as far as uh Sunday goes, I really like this matchup for the 49ers. I think the the ground game is gonna really be back to how it was in 2019 when the team finished second in the league in rushing yards behind the Ravens defensively. I know, Bob, I believe it was you that wanted to talk about the defensive line a little bit and Around here, people thought D Ford was going to retire this past offseason because he was out the majority of last year with some neck and back issues, which were uh, deemed at the time career threatening. And he's come back in camp and he looks like his old self, like he was on the Chiefs, like a guy that can come in and get double digit sacks. So that pass rush is going to be ferocious. Jimmy Garoppolo just got to protect the ball, which I'm sure he will. Um, this weekend, but I'm, I'm feeling really good about this on the 49ers side of things. I'm curious about you guys. How are you feeling so about this matchup? I mean, that was all we'll good information we'll and stuff, that, yeah. but we're, yeah. I asked for a number. Value. A number. So <laughs> you got to go over this number system for me again. Like how, how confident, <laughs> confident yeah. am I in the game? Like I'm one, still trying to figure it out. Uh, okay. scale yeah. from yeah. One to 10, one being you need to wear your brown pants. Yep. I, I trust you know what that means. Uh -huh. 10 being I you fly you. to the moon and, 
bury yourself. Okay. How scared yeah. are you of the Detroit Lions this week? Um, how scared am I? I don't know if I need to break out my my, my brown pants because I'm scared of the Lions, but I'm feeling good about like, you <laughs> it's know, a number I, value. It's easy. If I had you know, a, you don't have to yeah, we'll go. Uh, I, I'm co- my confidence level is a ten out of ten this game. Like I'd be shocked, shocked <laughs> if the 49ers walk away with the loss. Um, you know, and, and I'm I'm. I'm Eager to hear your guys' points. You're really good at dodging this question. I'll give you that. I, I, I think yeah. you uh, don't, I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't think you take into account that Dan Campbell takes a kneecap for each point that they're <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't <laughs> taken any uh I haven't taken that into account. Hopefully no kneecaps <laughs> are taken out or you know bitten off this game. Yeah. Uh UJ. Uh we covered a couple of good things I was interested in here. Uh, how's the health of this team right now? Joey Bosa, for instance. And uh it looks like you had a couple nice additions to your O line. Um, and, and that was, I think one of your, uh, points of contention, uh, how good you'd be this year. You think they developed enough to, to, I mean, to be really good this year. Definitely. So the health of this team is as good as it's been going into a season pretty much since Kyle Shanahan has taken over. They're healthy on both sides of the ball. They escaped the offseason going through camp, going through the preseason with no major injuries like this team is locked in, ready to go. And I truly do feel like that's what held them back last year. It started with week two, losing Nick Bosa um, and losing D Ford, excuse me, um, the 49ers uh, don't play at the Giants field this year, right? Yeah, no, no MetLife this year. No MetLife this year. But, yeah, so uh, as far as injuries go, no, Debo Samuel fractured his foot last offseason. He's ready to go. Brandon Ayuk. So this team is really, really healthy. And I do think that on both sides of the ball and just looking between uh, roster spots 1 through 53 that they are so deep that I do consider them strong contenders in the NFC to come out and potentially play into the Super Bowl this year. So they're they're looking good. They're looking good. And and your okay. your draft Looks pick cool. from last year, uh, Kinlaw, he was uh, injured. Yeah, he was. Last year, he right? was. And you know, to be completely honest, Kinlaw, um, the fan base has mixed emotions towards him because, of course, he's going to be forever associated with a DeForest Buckner trade. We had an all-pro defensive tackle in DeForest Buckner, mm-hmm. and the 49ers traded him to the Colts for the 13th overall pick. They moved down to the draft to 14, selected Kinlaw there. And, you know, uh, it, there's really mixed emotions, like I said, regarding Kinlaw. I haven't been too high on him because the team is already so deep on the interior of the defensive line. But if he can have a breakout year and just kind of be a guy that's, you know, does a good job standing his ground and even getting a double team from time to time, um, that's really, really going to help out in getting this 2009. Um, the defense right now, the pass rush getting back to 2019 form, because that really wasn't Jimmy Garoppolo. He wasn't the driving force in 2019, as the majority of the NFL is well aware. It was the run game and the defense. And I feel like they're knocking on the door of getting back. They just got to stay healthy. They have a lot of depth. They signed um, Arden Key from the Raiders, Mo Hurst from the Raiders, two guys that are um, that are going to contribute. Hurst is hurt right now, but yeah. he'll contribute later on. They were able to bring back a lot of free agents that I did not see them being able to bring back just because of the salary cap. Uh, Kyle used checks back. They, they extended Trent Williams. So a lot of depth on both sides of the ball. And to answer your last part about the offensive line, that was one of the areas they wanted to focus on this offseason. They signed Alex Mack and um, – He's good. You know, they drafted Aaron Banks in the second round who was hurt right now. So we'll see. We'll see if this offensive line improves, especially in pass protection. Uh, this is a team that has all the pieces on both sides of the ball. I'm really curious. Uh, the One of the matches I'm really excited to see is our uh, rookie 
first round right tackle Panay Suel going against this offensive uh, defensive line. Whether they line up D Ford or Bosa across from him, I think he's going to be really challenged uh, by that this uh, stout D line that the 49ers have. It, it, it'll be a good uh, first test right away for uh, our rookie who's had an up and down preseason. Absolutely. Uh, he, he had an up and down preseason. I was getting ready to ask that. I was trying to, I was looking at some clips, like a Twitter thread that I saw posted on him. Um, and yeah, so a little bit up and down of a preseason. For sure. Yeah. yeah he's uh, th- there are some uh, times where you can tell like this is a 20 year old uh, playing a new position games, so. uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, so, and they uh, switched him to the right side. So he's got to learn the, the right. Opposite so I think moves, we'll, you know, I think we'll see some up and downs for sure. Uh, I, I've been saying LA the whole season, uh, but I do think long term, and we all think uh, long term that he ha- he still has a tremendous upside. But there might be some ups and downs a little bit uh, more than you expect, maybe out of a seventh rounder. But he is still just super young guy. Definitely. And mm-hmm. Did he sit out last season? Yeah, at yeah. Oregon. Yeah. That's what yep. I thought. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He popped out uh, of the season. And he's a young guy. He's only twenty, I think. Right? Yep. Yeah. Twenty oh, years old. Not even drinking age. So really young age. Yeah. That is. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um. The other interest. I think a guy you're gonna look out for too, Nick. A, a guy you might remember the name of. A, a young guy too is Derek Barnes, linebacker out of Purdue, our fourth round draft pick. Uh, I, I will watch out for him. I, I'm interested to see because this is a really good offensive line that San Francisco has, and Kyle Shanahan running his zone scheme. I think it's gonna really benefit this guy who plays on instinct more mm-hmm. uh so i i i really like the matchup i think going up into this game as well that will it, will it be the difference maker i don't know but uh, i i think it will be a name you might know by the end of the game definitely know before and if you guys don't mind me asking what how are you guys feeling going into this game i know there's a lot of excitement right now and whenever change comes about you got a new quarterback and jared goff new coach dan campbell how are you guys oh, yeah, feeling going into the season baby yeah <laughs> Campbell's got everybody excited for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about yeah, it, Goff is is mixed with the fan base. You know, people most people think he's a placeholder until we could draft a quarterback in two years. Official, but uh, yeah, he could surprise us. No, that's just general <laughs> yeah. when you talk to people. Is that people think? Yeah, I don't well, know if the I, Lions think that, yeah. but the fans. I, I mean, think Nick, that. what do, what do people outside of Detroit think of Dan Campbell? I guess because I think the approval rating in Detroit is above eighty percent. Well, I, I think compared to the Matt Patricia era, what we're seeing on Dan Campbell is everything we've been missing for the last three years, just in terms of like personality, uh, communication to the fan base, uh, just everything Matt Patricia was and Dan Campbell seems to be so far. Um, I think that around here, at least that Dan Campbell, he definitely made some bold headlines with his um, his introductory press conference, I'd say, you know, oh, yeah. so that's pretty much all that uh, around here people talked about. And other than that, we'll just have to see how it all shakes out. It's too soon for any of us to place judgment. The The introductory press conference gave us something to talk about, you know, on the radio, driving around. People were definitely talking about the the kneecaps and everything that he brought up. I thought it was great, personally. I think he's a funny guy. But as far as the X's and, O's go, uh, X's and O's go and what he's capable of, we'll have to find out. But it's interesting to hear that you guys are have an 80% approval rating. We're, Robert Sala... I thought that Unscientific. he might go back to, yeah. to the Detroit area, but of course that didn't end up happening. Right? No. Uh, apparently, Robert Sala didn't do well in his uh, interview with the Lions. That that's what the word kind of coming out uh, after the past few months uh, has been. Because yes, you're right. I think going in the process, the 
the ownership for the Lions was also expecting him to be a front runner. And after their interview with him, I think they uh, kind of went another direction, basically, which is interesting to me, uh, especially because the guy seemed to like be just a perfect yeah. fit. Surprised a lot of people went. Yeah. Happen. Yeah. Surprised us over here because I think a lot of people felt like that's where he was going to go. Right. Yeah. I mean, great. He did a great job for you guys. Uh, just a high, and a high personality guy, too. Uh, so that, yeah, very high surprising. energy. I'm interested to see how his career is going to pan out. Um, his coaching career with the Jets, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It'll definitely it'll definitely be interesting to follow for sure. Um, so, I mean, the the last part here, the the only thing, you know, Kyle Shanahan's been around for a little bit, and I I really respected the job he's done as offensive coordinator. Uh, but, I mean, do you have any concerns about Kyle Shanahan uh, coming coming into the season as a coach? Uh, because he hasn't won the big one yet. Yeah, yeah, a lot of the fan base is all in on Kyle Shanahan, like the vast majority of them. So I spend a lot of time on Twitter and the 49ers Twitter community, and it's a big community. There's a lot of people that participate in the, the 49ers uh, Twitter nonsense. They love Kyle Shanahan, you know, whereas I kind of see it. Um, he has all the potential. You can see it. He's an offensive genius. I agree with a lot of that. It's just he has he struggled to win the big game. He blew two Super Bowls. He had his teams in position to win both of those games, the Falcons in 2016, the 49ers in 2019. And for whatever reason, um, he just kind of lost it. He just lost a sense of managing the game. He only ran the ball. He put the ball in Jimmy Garoppolo's hands in the Super Bowl after he took the ball out of his hands the previous two weeks against the Vikings and the Packers. And he was just running all over teams, the running backs on the 49ers in that game averaged like six and a half yards per carry. And still they were just so reluctant to get guys like Raheem Mostert involved in that game. So that's where my concern with Shanahan is, is just his ability to win the big one. Other than that, I have a ton of confidence in him. If you just look at what he's done with guys like Nick Mullins and CJ Beathard, Brian Hoyer, Matt Schwab, he has, uh, a lengthy record, a track record of being able to put quarterbacks in a position to succeed and put up numbers. So I do believe he's a very solid head coach. I guess concerns for this year is going to be the transition of Robert Sala leaving and D'Amico Ryan's coming in to be defensive coordinator because you're always yeah. worried whenever there's turnover right there. And the 49ers, for as many injuries as they had to deal with last year, they still ended up having a pretty sound defense. So I'm interested to see how things play out on the defensive side of the ball, coaching-wise. But Kyle Shanahan, yeah. Um, he's a good coach. He has all the potential in the world. He's been to two Super Bowls, one as a coordinator, one as a head coach. And it's just a matter of him showing that he can win the big one. He's not going to choke away under pressure. Hey, UJ. Absolutely. You gotta uh, so I think we're uh, getting to the end of the time here, Nick. But you gotta before hit, we uh, wrap up here, I want to get your prediction uh, score, score wise, uh, for this game. Oh man. Oh man. I'm going to go with, um, here's an interesting one too. I'll throw this out there that Kyle Shanahan's offense is typically really struggle in week one. I think he averages under 20 points per game in his week one matchups. So if that's the case, who knows, but I don't really see it happening that way. I'm going to go with, um, 49ers, 31 lions, Come on, man. I told you guys, oh, man. Just, a guy was delusional. Sorry, but, you know, he's still he's a lot of totally. Mind. I thought we drank a lot of Kool-Aid. This oh, guy, what, all what right. color Kool-Aid do you guys drink? Over hey, uh, UJ, you got to ask Nick the one question you ask every yeah. new entrance to the den. Yes, it's, it's usually the last, it's the last question. The fan, lifelong fan, 
All right. If you don't remember the question, I'll ask it myself. <laughs> I don't. It's been a year. You got to. You got to. Can you sing the yeah. 49ers fight song? Yes. Uh, the that 40- is the question. Oh, the 49ers don't have a fight song. Oh, what? come on. Yeah. No, they, they don't. To the best of my knowledge. Oh, and I've been going. What kind of franchises? <laughs> yeah. Wow. What a Bush League franchise. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We, at least we have a fight song. Yeah. No, no fight songs over here. We. Yeah. That's not not. We've not, only won one playoff game. To we, have, like, <laughs> we have a fight song. I'll, I'll take the banners over the fight song. Uh, you can thank Eddie Murray yeah. for that, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's all right. That's you all right. Important. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Thanks, Nick, Nick, thank you for joining us on and entering the lines then uh, just one uh, if you give the listeners one last reminder of uh, your podcast definitely yeah you want to share so i go by niner nick on twitter my twitter handle is niner nick underscore two two and my podcast is the faithful fanatic on apple music google pods pocket cast overcast everything on all major platforms hey i appreciate you guys having me on it was a pleasure and good luck this week. It's going to be a fun matchup. Hopefully it's closer than the way I see it. Um, but I'm sure it's going to be a good game. I'm just happy that football's back. For sure. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Nick. Absolutely. Of course. Thanks so Take much care, guys. for joining. Appreciate it. All right, gentlemen. So like I was saying in the Lions, and another delusional one. That's crazy. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. And I don't think he's, he maybe managed to escape, but barely with his life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I mean, he's 30, really overcome with his delusions uh, intact. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. 31 13. Uh, I mean, come on, guy. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, time time will tell, I suppose. But nonetheless, uh, he was asking what our thoughts were. But of course, we wait for the end of the, the preview podcast to release those <laughs> predictions. Yeah. So, as Nick mentioned, on the pod, uh, line seven and a half point underdogs at home. This is a one o'clock Eastern, noon Central, ten o'clock Pacific. Since it is the West Coast team that we're playing, I'll mention the time. Uh, but and it, we are playing Detroit, uh, in Detroit against the 49ers. Uh, let's go to Rudd Dog first. I want to hear your prediction. I yeah. want to hear a bigger uh, spread than thirty-one to thirteen in your prediction. I'm sure. Well, uh, historically speaking, historically speaking, <laughs> yeah, you you sense. would be you would be correct. Um, <laughs> so I, I you know I really like our matchup in this game. I think uh, you know obviously this 49ers team has a lot of talent and uh, on both sides of the ball, but I think everyone's going to be uh, underestimating us this year, and I think the Lions are going to come out and punch them right in the freaking teeth and uh, blow them off the ball right out the gate. Uh, TJ Hawkins is going to have three touchdowns and uh, Romeo Quara is going to have three sacks and a forced fumble. So, uh, Ooh, three is your magic number, huh? It is. <laughs> it is. And uh, so that's going to end up with a score of 41. <laughs> to... uh-huh. Shut yeah. up, Bob. Uh <laughs> Don't laugh at me. <laughs> 41 to uh, 17. Detroit Lions take it to the oh, wow. 49ers in a handy victory. All right. Wow. Good debut for Dan Campbell. Wow. Absolutely. The, the, the Kool-Aid will absolutely be flowing uh, with that result. Uh, let's go to you, Bob. All right. Well, opening day, I'm excited. Uh, 
I'm going to be there. Connor's going to be there. Ooh. Our missing uh, podcaster will be there. Um, you better get loud. You better get yeah, loud. Yeah, we will. We will. Um, the Clue will be flowing. Um, yeah, it's going to be a tough, uh, tough task. You know, I think the 49ers see themselves as contenders for the Super Bowl this year. And the Lions are nobody's expecting anything. So I think they could be a surprise this week and uh, see what Dan Campbell puts out there. So I like uh, get our offense going a little bit, running game in Hawkinson. I think our defense is going to surprise some people because they sucked last year. But I think we'll get a good pass rush going. And uh, I see the Lions winning 21 to 16. Give up one touchdown and a bunch of field goals. So much tighter. 21 16. I like it. Let's go, baby. Yeah. All right. That's two predictions for the Lions winning. UJ. Okay. I, I too, am very excited about this weekend. Uh, Lions first game. Very exciting. Very exciting. Um, I'm optimistic this year. uh, And I think Campbell has been sandbagging everyone in the league right now. You're never optimistic Uh, before this year, UJ. This I know I'm this learning. The first time I'm learning optimism. from you guys. I'm learning from <laughs> yeah. you guys. So uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I think uh, Campbell's been completely sandbagging the league this year with the preseason and everything else. Uh, I think I like the way their youth movement. They took guys that are blank slates and they're going to mold them the way they want to mold them. And I think they may struggle a little bit, but I think they're going to find their groove in this game. And I think our D line will give them enough trouble. Give Jimmy Garoppolo a lot of trouble. And our offensive line will be good enough to get our run game going. I think we're going to win a close game. I think 17 to 14, we're going to win this one. Uh, it's not going to be a huge scoring game, I don't think, but uh, there'll be some really interesting defense and some great plays. And uh, yeah, I see us winning a close one, 17 to 14. Ooh, a defensive battle out there, huh, for this y- game? Yes, I do. I like it. That's another one for the Lions. Uh, so let me go to my prediction here. Uh, this is going to be an interesting one. I really am interested to see this Lions offensive line against this defensive line for the 49ers. Strength on strength. That's what I want to see, especially in a, an early test. But it's also going to be a test for our Lions run defense. Uh, the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan, known for their running game. Um, and we were mentioning in entering the Lions on that offensive line for the 49ers. Uh, it'll be really interesting to see. I, I'm I'm just really interested to see the defensive scheme in this game. We get to finally see what it's yes. all about. Can it mesh with our current uh, crew of people? Uh, it, it'll be fascinating. I'm 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 really excited to see it. Where I do think there is a weakness in the 49ers is that cornerback. Now a lot of people say our wide receivers is the weakest group um, on the roster. At least, uh, this is just general thinking. Um, but I, I think we can attack that. I think Tyrell Williams is really going to step up in this game and have over 100 yards. I think Ooh. he's definitely capable of that like as long that. as he stays healthy all the way out of the game. Health has always been his biggest issue. But I, he's playing for a bigger contract uh, next year. So um, Tyrell Williams, I think, is going to have a big year. Um, and I, I think Hawkinson maybe goes for like 60, 70 yards. He won't have a big game like uh, maybe Rudd Dog is predicting necessarily. Mm. But. I do like the weakness of the corners here, uh, I, and I think we're going to really attack that, especially with uh, even Khalifa Raymond and some speed on the outside. So, having said that, I think Jared Goff throws for a couple touchdowns. Um, we get a rushing touchdown either from Swift or Williams on the goal line on uh, a field goal. So, 24-17 to 17 Lions win. That's my prediction. That's all our prediction. Wait a second. That Wait. What? 
we did, won. Did uh, we all predicted? Holy smokes! Whoa! Wow. Holy cow! Unbelievable! That's, that we almost we were told uh, by a lot of our you know new colleagues that we should be called the smartest guys in the room podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they all said that. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh boy! All right. Uh, so wow, awesome. So again, thank you everybody for listening. I hope you all are looking forward to this upcoming season. You know, everybody's oh no. I saw a lot of predictions. Even Kyle Mankey, I saw. You know, that's right. I, we oh, have up Kyle and down Mankey. thoughts about him. I need some Kool Aid. But th- he predicted a three and fourteen record for the Lions, yeah. uh, and I think that is a blame. And I think we all do on the podcast as well. We 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 are drinking a blue Kool Aid until otherwise, <laughs> until someone tells us otherwise, or someone That's steals right. it. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, football's back. Uh, it was a, even uh, college football this past weekend was really fun. It's uh, I just love football anytime, but especially Detroit Lions football. Oh I yeah, you guys all too do too. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Instagram at Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid. Twitter at Drinking Lions. Please follow us on there. We'll be really ramping up um, all our posts, especially as the season gets going. Uh, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts, please download, please subscribe, and please leave a review. And also, one last thank you to our producer, Kid J, who continues to crush it. Way to go, buddy. He just continues to crush it uh, for us. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a pleasant first NFL Sunday. There's football every Sunday until the middle of February, you guys. So that's exciting as well. Uh, But last but not least, as always, go. Go. Field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a lion's victory. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.